you know, bad things about Misty in the chat, she will be able to go back and see them later. So I would really recommend doing that. Not that anybody would. Not that anybody would. Oh my goodness. Okay, so Misty, how are you doing today? <laughs> Good. It's been kind of a weird homeschool day here today because one of mine is sick. So we had, we've had kind of a, a half and half sort of day. Um, so that's, that's less fun, but. Okay. So here's a question for you. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Do you have to keep attendance? No, I don't. Okay. So I am like technically supposed to keep attendance. And I always like worry about what should I do when mm. one of my kids is sick, but the other ones aren't, should it be a school day or is it because I don't keep attendance for everybody separately, you know? <laughs> right. So like ethically, what's the thing there? Is it, is it like, I was like, oh, it's a school day. I'm just counting it as a school day. Well, if you're keeping attendance for the school district or the state, I mean, how do the public schools handle it? Do you, like, it, it's just a school, like for the teacher, the teacher right. counts as a school day and it's just an absence or something and maybe you have to make up or whatever as a student, but. Yeah, my students always make up the work, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I would totally like I sit there and teach. Yeah, it's not like I sit there and teach to an empty room, right? <laughs> <laughs> So I would be interested to know how you handle it out there. If you ever have one student who's sick, but everybody else says school, what do you do? You know? <laughs> so, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. I think sometimes um, we do, as homeschool teachers, tend to be, like, more strict or more literal in some of those, like, state requirements. But if we like picture what the equivalent is in a state school, I think we would be able to chill a little bit more. <laughs> well, that's true. I will say though, it's like, it, you know, in a school, each child's attendance is kept separately. You know, you're never judged by the kid in your classroom who attended the least or anything like that. Um, but they never, like nobody ever says, you know, keep attendance for each one of your kids separately in the homeschool. They are just always about like, which days did you homeschool and which days did you not? It's like, well, you know. Well, then I would get what I did. <laughs> All right? <laughs> that's true. Uh, that's true. So anyway, okay. I'd love to know how you do it. How do you count um, homeschool attendance in your, like if one of your kids is sick? So. And I will say, like, even if somebody's sick, usually they lay on the couch for morning time, you know, so they get in a little bit of something. Uh, so there you go. All right. So how else has it been going? Good. Hey, I just found the live stream. So yay. <laughs> mm. Now okay. you can see the comments. I just don't actually know how to use YouTube. That's that's the problem. <laughs> I, I Yeah, apparently me neither. So there you go. I am pleased with myself because when I was printing this week's checklists, I printed for myself everyone's checklist on a single page. Ooh. So I get to keep this in my planner and I have a little handy dandy reference to look at no matter whether or when anyone can find their checklist. 
I know what people should oh. be doing at a glance. So, so um, how did you print it all on one page? Was it like a copy and paste kind of job or did you, or so was it some printer I print? make my, I, I make weekly checklists for all the kids on um, pages on my Mac, on the word, the Mac word processor. And then, and they're all in one document. So I just go through each page is one kid and I go through and usually just then print them all out. And this time I printed them all out for the kids and then uh, clicked print two pages per page, double-sided right. so that I got everybody's on all one three. for myself. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was so smart. So I'm feeling yeah. very clever. Yeah. Okay. Now to actually use it. You, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I actually use the student planners that we have in our shop, the independent student planner. And I actually use, we have four designs in the shop. And um, I actually use three of the different designs. We have two kind of more boy designs and two more girl designs. And so I use uh, three of the different designs so each of my kids know which set is theirs. Um, so. If that wouldn't work for me. But my husband yes, would probably like that for the weeks that I'm going to be gone. Like coming up right. in October. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. We've got the big Scully Sisters retreat on memory, which is going to be such a fabulous thing. We're doing something new this year. And um, it's going to be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be really helpful to a lot of people. And I'm going to be gone. And so we, my husband and I have been talking about, like, what are we going to do? And, um, and yeah, so he would probably like that all on one sheet, but I don't think it'd be a little more cut and paste for me to do that. <laughs> so how about you? How's your homeschool week gone? It has gone really, really well. Um, so I'm trying to think of what we did last week. Maybe I should make notes. <laughs> We did, we did like finally get up to speed. So everybody's up to speed. Um, you know, one of the, uh, so we've got two high schoolers together this year. Mm -hmm. um, and I say together because I'm keeping them together for science and history. Um, and it's actually going really, really well because we do morning time and then they go do independent work, like they're writing and things like that. And then they come back to the table with me and we do history together and we do science together. And I think they really just enjoy doing things together. Like the other day, Olivia, yeah, Olivia was off doing something else. And I told John, I'm like, well, why don't we just do the history? And he's a kid where I would have to sit with him uh, and help him with the reading and stuff like that, just because of uh, the dyslexia. And he said, uh, no, I want to wait for Olivia. I would rather just wait instead of getting my day done uh, because it, it would be more fun with her. It's not going to be as much fun without her. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, we'll do that. Then. Nice. And so, yeah, that's been going really well. And they, they're they not going to tell you that, they're their, that it's their favorite resources, but they do seem to be, like, participating and having conversations and like they don't hate them, even though they probably wouldn't tell you it's their favorite thing in the world. So yeah. those teenagers, but, they, they don't like to. Admit it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so much so, so much so. 
All right, we're, well, our topic this week, we were going to talk about math and also a little bit of PE because we think that math, you know, it's going to be a pretty quick topic for us because we're kind of boring <laughs> when it comes to math. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's a pretty quick to topic for us because we both outsource math. <laughs> <laughs> That's pro tip right there. You know, I got yeah. fired from doing math at my house. <laughs> Oh, so it's not just that you chose to outsource it, it's that they kicked you off of math. Well, yes. one of my favorite, one of my favorite things to, to talk about, and I bring it up every chance I get, is uh, Misty's math experiences when she was homeschooling herself. <laughs> yeah, homeschooling herself is about the right, right phrase too, but. Uh... Oh, I'm giving your mama a hug. I'm giving your mama a hug. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, so we did Saxon. And the Saxon lessons are beasts, I tell you. So, yeah. um, so, so pro tip number two if you do Saxon, don't do every <laughs> problem on the page. <laughs> right. And everyone says that, right? So, I totally didn't do every problem on the page. So, as, as a homeschool kid, now I have to tell this story. I figured if I did math for an hour, that I did math for the day. That meant math was done. If I spent an hour on it, like who could require more than that? And I'm actually in agreement with you as a, yeah. as a, as a homeschool adult. So just so you know. Yeah, it just, just turned out that, you know. that by doing math, I wasn't really like actually finishing anything. <laughs> So I was supposed to also self-check, which I didn't do because I didn't care if I got them right or wrong. And I didn't want to know if I had a problem because I wasn't going to ask for help anyway. So it was just a waste of time. And I'm not going to waste time. I already wasted an hour on math. So yeah, I got through, I got halfway into the Algebra 2 book in Saxon before it became... Uh, obvious even to myself as a teenager that I was way in over my head and had no idea what was going on at this point. <laughs> so I had to backtrack and um, after that I got some math help at the community college and uh, a friend helping me with college math at that point, because it was basically algebra two at the community college. Anyway, uh, yeah. long story, like the application of that story is that uh, all of our kids' math gets checked every day. That was a big lesson yeah. learned there. <laughs> but I got fired for math when my oldest was in algebra one this this goes back to my not actually paying attention to what I was doing when I was in Algebra 1. And um, I was supposed, I was helping him and I told him the wrong thing. So I totally explained it entirely backwards or wrong ways or whatever. Whatever I taught him was wrong. So then my husband came up to help him and it became clear that I had said the exact opposite of what was actually helpful, actually true. And so that was when I got fired and my husband took it all over. I was like, well, that's fine with me. <laughs> I'm sure your heart was just breaking. I'm sure it was breaking. 
Oh my goodness, that's funny. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I went all the way up through calculus in the public school system Ooh. and had no idea what was going on. Like, had no idea whatsoever. Made B's, made B's in calculus, you know, and just God bless me. I was trying really hard, but See, I wasn't you trying. Know, yeah, I was trying really hard, but had no idea what was going on. And I went to, to such a small high school. Um, I had the same teacher from eighth grade to 12th grade. And so, you know, if you got, like, if you weren't understanding, and she was a sweet lady, you know, but if you weren't understanding, you just weren't understanding. So it wasn't helping. When I went to college, I had to take one math class, I think. Um, and I took like a college algebra and actually finally did start understanding something in that one. So, uh, but, and then I was like, I don't have to take math anymore. So I didn't. But I actually self-fired um, myself, you know, self-fired, <laughs> let myself go. Uh, once Olivia reached uh, long division and she was confused and the long division was something I struggled with in school. Um, but um, then I said, you know what, if my only recourse is just to explain everything over again, just slower, and that's like... <laughs> That's the entire, that's my bag of tricks. <laughs> that's my bag of tricks right there. Okay, we're just going to do it again, but we're going to do it slower this time. <laughs> then we probably need some extra help. And so, um, so yeah, uh, we are in, they've been in tutoring and uh, for years. And so at one point, John looked at me. No, I think it was Olivia who looked at me and she said, Mom, how long am I going to have to have a math tutor? Um, and I said, probably until you graduate from high school. And she says, am I that bad in math? And I just said, no, I am. <laughs> it has nothing to do with you. <laughs> it has nothing to do with you. And so uh, right now, Olivia's doing two, hour a week, two hours a week with her. And then John does one hour a week. Because um, I like for him to have conversations with somebody who enjoys mathematics. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, Thomas had just moved into one hour a week, um, which can be tricky because sometimes it's hard to get them to do stuff in between. They would rather wait for her. It's like, you can't just do math one hour a week. You really, really have to do more than one hour a week in math. So that's a little bit of a struggle because they, they would much rather just wait and do it with Miss Debbie. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm like, no, no, we need to practice uh, in between times. So. So um, does your math tutor have her own program that she's doing with them or is she using your curriculum and helping them with whatever they're learning or how does that work? Well, my math tutor uh, was a homeschool mom. Um, I guess she, mm -hmm. you know, she still is, but she's not homeschooling anybody anymore. And she used math, you see, for years and years oh. and years and years and years. <laughs> And so she uses math, you see, with my younger one now, when my older two moved into pre-algebra, I had heard such good things about uh, Mr. D. Math from uh, Sarah McKenzie and Colleen Kessler. They were both just singing the praises of Mr. D. Math. And so I actually switched them over to Mr. D. Pre-algebra, and I asked Miss Debbie, would you be willing to do this with them? Would you be willing to try it out? And she finished Mr. D pre-algebra uh, with Olivia, and John's almost finished. And she said that um, 
she said that for Olivia, she thought it was a really good switch. She thought John could go back to Matthew C and do either way, but she felt like the way that Mr. B was explaining things was good for Olivia, which brings me to the fact that I have an 11th grader who is just in algebra at this point. And so, and that's what comes from, as he talked about, I thought an hour a day of math was enough. Honestly, that's about all we've ever done. And, you know, because I don't have, now, you know, John's two years younger and he's starting algebra. So it's, you know, but it's, I, we've really gone for understanding over just moving through and checking off the boxes just to say, we check, you know, we, we've never been the kind of people who are like, oh, we've got to finish this book by May just to finish the book and not to understand what's going on in there. And so yeah. that's always been, you know, what we've gone for. Yeah. So we've always been behind, quote unquote, behind in math. Um, so, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, we've done home, uh, Matthew C all the way through as well. And even all the way through. So my older um, two boys do community college their 11th and 12th grade year. And so then at that point, they are outsourced to uh, the community college. And my second son actually just starts that this week. But um, until they get to that point, we just do Matthew C right on up there. But we often have to supplement with Khan Academy then, because usually Khan Academy explains the concept completely differently than Matthew C does. Mm -hmm. So if Matthew C doesn't click, then we'll try Khan Academy or also my husband tries explaining it too, which is also usually a different way than the Matthew C. Right. I can explain it the Matthew C way at this point because I've worked through Matthew C's levels multiple times and it took about the third time, my third time through elementary Matthew C and those, some of those concepts are finally starting to click. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, I don't know. I, I'm just, I know Miss Debbie explains it in different ways. Like she'll give them multiple <laughs> methods for how to, to find it. And I'm just, I'm just, thrilled and blessed that we have her in our lives. So <laughs> I'm it so helps. happy. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I just want to address a comment that's come up through faith and grace has said, uh, I want to give up on homeschooling because my child is so difficult. So I would really recommend you watch last week's podcast on Misty's <laughs> channel um, because that was exactly what we talked about last week was um, difficult kids. Um, and how we've struggled with them, you know, uh, and, and some of the things that uh, can go on to that. And I just recorded a podcast episode, to, uh, not today, last week. Um, I believe it's going to be, uh, oh, goodness. I'm trying to figure out the, the number. But uh, Misty, you want to talk about difficult kids for just a minute? Yes. Um, <laughs> you don't I have think, any, right? Oh, hmm. <laughs> I think um, one of the things about difficult homeschool days or homeschool kids is that we think it is the happy and fun times that sh 
demonstrate that we're homeschooling well when it's actually being there and helping our kids through their difficulties that that is where the real fruit of homeschooling comes from and that's why homeschooling is exhausting and it's why homeschooling is worth it it is parenting and and it means that you're parenting all the time and you're parenting through all the subjects but it is discipling our children and helping them learn how to work hard and learn how to control themselves. And we learn through the process that we don't <laughs> control ourselves or do our work actually the way that we should. We learn a lot about ourselves and our own struggles through helping our kids in their struggles. And so it's a messy process, but it is so worth it. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, somebody, uh, goodness, I can't remember, maybe Elizabeth Foss uh, called homeschooling holy sandpaper because mm -hmm. it's, it's this idea of you're going to rub up against and you're going to see all your weaknesses. And um, like my kids, especially when they were little, would open their mouth. And be like, I think one time I told, uh, I went to reconciliation and I told my priest, it's like, I don't have to look far to see what I sins I need to bring in here because my children are usually demonstrating what sins. <laughs> they're, they're, you know? little, they're little mirrors, mirrors. to our own selves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So very, very much so. Um, so all of that to say it's, it's not going to be easy. So episode uh, five of, um, the new podcast, 10 Minutes to a Better Homeschool, coming out on October 15th, is all about when your kid refuses to do schoolwork, what can you do, um, and, and different things like that. And one of the big things is just being consistent, being consistent with uh, your school days, not not folding. <laughs> and just, and sometimes not, it doesn't that matter means what cutting you back so that yes. you can yes. do, do the same things. Yeah, cutting back and working on habits first, like uh, mm -hmm. working on habits and attitudes. Um, you know, Misty talks a lot about if we're going to start getting things done in our home, we've got to organize our attitude. But sometimes we have to start with attitudes and stuff with the kids first before. I mean, that's got to come first, the character part. Oh, and then you have a fabulous post on um, the math lesson being the character education. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I have I have a lot of posts where math figures prominently as like the enemy. <laughs> it's the problem. <laughs> it's the metaphorical <laughs> dragon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very much so. Well, a lot um, of things on math tears. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, through Faith and Grace, you said you're using my father's world right now. Is that good? Switching curriculums is not going to solve your problem. Switching curriculums is not going to solve your problem at this point. Okay? That's not what your problem is. Um, you've got to keep going. Um, and, and so it's just as good as anything else that's out there. Yep. So, yeah. It would be nice for me to say, oh, you know what? There's your problem right there. Pull out your credit card and go buy something else and everything's going to be better. But that's just not the way it works. 
So, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, PE. Speaking of, because maybe what, uh, and I think Misty and I both have used this. If you're going to give me a hard time, you're going to go outside and run laps. That's right. <laughs> go run around the house two or three times. Uh, yeah. So, uh, what do you guys do for PE, Misty? Well, I have exercise on my kids' checklist, and that pretty much means they have one legitimate break that they can take to go. Usually they ride their bikes or rollerblade outside. And so they can take that when they want to. And it's not, um, you know, it's still doing their schoolwork. They're still doing something on their checklist. So they have learned ma mainly because I will that make them take breaks if they start getting frustrated it's usually with math. I was like, you know what? You're not going to be able to do more in this lesson because you're frustrated. We have to like get a drink of water, take a deep breath. We have to solve the frustration and bring down the tension here if you're going to learn and we're gonna like move forward on this lesson. So we do water breaks and I make them run laps. Actually running laps is just a consequence when they complain and try to fight me. <laughs> if they need, if they're not fighting me, but they're just complaining and dragging and frustrated, then they get to go ride a bike or do something more fun, but it's still outside and physical. And it really does help them come back to the table a little bit calmer and ready to pay attention. Sometimes they just need to get their energy out. Yeah. Yeah, I've sent kids out to the trampoline before. Just like go jump for a few minutes. Just go jump for a few minutes and it'll make you feel better and you can come in and, and we can actually get something done. Yeah. 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 And so my, uh, my brother actually has a little five minute video and it's especially good for elementary age kids. That's like a brain break. So I just put that link in the chat too. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I um, checked that out today. And I'm like, okay, this would be great to make my kids do. I'm not so sure I'm going to do it with them. He does an awful lot of standing up and getting down again. And I'm just not sure that I can do that anymore. <laughs> At one point, I, um, my kids needed to move in order to have a, some better attention. And I'm like, here, just get up and do jumping jacks. And then, I mean, that was like a humor break because it turns out that they couldn't really do jumping jacks. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was one thing I, I told my brother. I said, so how about making some videos for kids about like how to do a jumping jack? <laughs> yes, yes. You don't realize that's something your kids, like they've never been to PE before in a traditional setting, right? Actually, I think my kids got, have gotten quite a bit of that from uh, karate. But so that's the yeah. way my oldest, because, you know, we had to do a PE credit. And uh, so dance classes and karate were some of the ways that she's gotten in her PE before. And then I've got one who doesn't want to do anything like that. Uh, last year, both of the boys did uh, ninja gymnastics until like things shut down yeah and they never got started again but ninja gymnastics was pe um 
for a while too. And then, um, so I had two in dance last year and Ninja Gymnastics sort of fizzled out. So now we'll go, um, usually once every two weeks, they have homeschool time at the local trampoline park. And uh, so for like $10, you can go for three hours. And Olivia doesn't care anything about going. So the boys go, it's like 20 bucks. Um, and so their dad will take them up there and they do that. Or we live on a closed loop. And so I just like part of your school day is you have to go out and walk the loop at least once. Or you can ride your bike around the loop a few times. And then uh, the youngest has started doing some mountain biking with his dad. So okay. that's, that's, yeah, we just kind of let it pile up, uh, mm-hmm. pile up from there. The one thing I do need to get uh, my oldest son on is working on his core more because I was actually talking to, and I'm going to forget her name right now, real sweet lady from Matthew C. Um, she is there, uh, and I'm going to even forget what she does. But she helps with like special needs and stuff at Matthew C. Like if if you have a kid with special needs and you need placement. So she's like a placement specialist with Matthew C. And so she came to all the great homeschool conventions. And uh, we talked a few times and got to know each other a little bit. Though, I'm sorry, I can't remember her name. And um, she was telling me that a lot of times when kids struggle with handwriting, they need to work their core. Interesting. So I thought. Yes, I thought that was really, really interesting. She said uh, that what they have found over and over again is that you, you have a kid who's struggling with handwriting, if you get them to work there for, that you see in, uh, vast improvements. So um, I got to get him working on his core because of the dysgraphia. So, yeah. so I, need, I need a core resource for him. I may have to reach out and see what your brother can come up with. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been a fun chat here this week. I'm so glad that we get together and do this every week and just kind of catch up a little bit and chat resources. So are you, yes. Abby, like a be drill sergeant? Yes. She'd make you do it that too, That would though. be awesome. I know, I know. I think I want to avoid her. <laughs> Oh my God, I need to do it. And, you know, when he was in OT for a while, he did do planks every week and I would do it with him. And so we've stopped. We've fallen off the wagon. So we need to get back on. But, uh, but yeah. So we are going on vacation this week. Fun. So it's not even going to be a school week. Well, uh, um, Friday is the only day we're missing this week. Friday of this week. And then Monday of next week, we're coming home. So my goal is to get here uh, and be here before four o'clock. If not, this will be here by herself. But no, I really do plan. I really do plan on being here before four. So. All right. Well, guys, I guess, I guess Misty's waiting on me to close it out. It's my channel. And I'm just clueless. I'm waiting for Misty to do it. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for joining us here. And we will be back next week at 4 o'clock. We'll be on Misty's channel. So do look up Simplified Organization on YouTube if you do not follow her yet. And uh, Misty Winkler from SimplifiedOrganization.com. I'm Pam Barnhill uh, at PamBarnhill.com with the Your Morning Basket podcast. And we will see you next week. Bye, everyone. Thank you for